This is the Golden V Podcast. The Golden V Podcast is a Vancouver, Canada-based podcast talking Vancouver sports. We talk about hockey, football, baseball, soccer, and other sports, including the Canucks, Lions, Vancouver Whitecaps, Canadians, and any other relevant sports news in the Vancouver, Canada area. Hey everyone, welcome back. It's Season 3, Episode 8 of the Golden Bee Podcast, recorded Monday, November the 20th. And so I'm digging into a bunch of different stuff today, moving back to a regularly scheduled podcast where I cover all teams. Um, Obviously focused last podcast, Season 3, Episode 7, on just the BC Lions. And obviously yesterday was the end of the CFL season with that dramatic overtime win by the Montreal Alouettes against the Winnipeg Blue Bombers in that Grey Cup where we saw the Winnipeg Blue Bombers defeat BC 24-13 last week. So it was kind of an interesting turn of events because I actually thought Winnipeg was going to win. So, But we're moving on from the CFL. I've got some uh, Lions notes to talk this week, but we're back to talking about our Vancouver Giants who over the weekend... Uh, hosted White Spot Legends Weekend Friday, November 17th and Saturday, November 18th, losing both games, unfortunately. First game, 5-0 to Prince George, and the second game, 4-3, and I'm just actually going to pull up some stats on that one. And it was Vancouver losing to Lesbridge 4-3, but what I, again, what I thought was interesting about this uh, White Spot Legends Weekend is who was in attendance, and it's five-time Stanley Cup champion, Hockey Hall of Fame goaltender Grant Fuhrer, uh, was the guest of honor... Uh, on Friday night, Saturday night, it was Bill Ranford, two Oilers goaltenders from the Oilers' heyday in the 80s and early 90s. I mean, I thought that was really interesting that the Giants decided to go with those two guys. Um, it's all part of a Western Canada collectibles experience, uh, which runs in unison with White Spot Legends Weekend. Other guests, including former Blackhawk, Montreal Canadian, and Detroit Red Wing, Red Wing Chris Chelios, Jeff and Russ Cortnall, who both played for the Canucks, and current Canuck, Nils Hoaglander. So I thought that was a really interesting spin the Giants put on that weekend. I wish I had a chance to attend, but uh, some really great information on the Giants' website about that. And unfortunately, with both those losses, um, the Giants' record falls to 8-12, 2-0 on the season after losing to Lethbridge Hurricanes 4-3 on Saturday night. So Cameron Schmidt gets two goals. Uh, Ty Thorpe gets a goal. Uh, but the Hurricanes came back to tie the game before winning at 47 seconds into overtime. Now, I'm just trying to think here a little bit, too, looking down at the Giants' uh, schedule, because they've got a good schedule coming up. Um, goaltending bath- battle, it was Matthew Hutchinson in this game, not Brett Merwald. Hutchinson, 37 saves on 41 shots. Uh, second star was Cameron Schmidt. Looking at some of Vancouver's numbers here. Looking at Vancouver's numbers here, as I said, having a total of 21 shots versus Lethbridge's 41 shots. Vancouver didn't get any power play chances. Lethbridge 0 for 2. Vancouver 29 faceoffs. Lethbridge 32. Already talked a little bit about three stars. Vancouver in Spokane against the Chiefs this Wednesday. In Canvas against the Blazers on Friday. Returning home this Saturday for a date with the Tri-City Americans. So yes, as I said, at Spokane, at Kamloops. Versus Tri-Cities um, on November 25th. And then I don't see anything here on the schedule until December 1st. I don't know if they actually have a week break. 
uh, versus Kelowna at the LEC. Moving down tier to some more Vancouver Warriors news. 11 days to training camp. Uh, last game was a 13-9 preseason scrimmage win over the Las Vegas Desert Dogs. Uh, I tried to look for some stats on that one, but we will have Earl Thomas back on the podcast Thursday, November 30th at 11.30. We're going to be streaming live from the Golden V Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Golden V podcast. And so Earl's going to kick us off for the first game, which is Friday, December the 1st, and the Warriors will kick off their season. Obviously, a lot of anticipation, at least from my end, just because I spent the whole of uh, last season's uh, podcast uh, covering the Warriors with Earl and with all those changes they've made starting with hiring Kurt Miloski as coach there's a lot of anticipation with this season and I think rightly so and I think they're going to perform well but we're going to get the breakdown from Earl um, and we're, and you're going to have that live streamed and then I'll 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 put it in podcast format the, the day after that but moving on to the Vancouver Canucks who now find themselves with two straight losses after losing to Seattle on the weekend and losing to Seattle, and then to Calgary. So Calgary was the Thursday loss in Calgary. Seattle was home on Saturday night. Canucks play this, the San Jose Sharks uh, tonight at 7 o'clock in, in, in Vancouver, and it's a special mention on that game as well because it's uh, Autism Acceptance Night through the Canucks Autism Network, and I did that interview with Aaron Craven last year when I went to the Canucks Autism Network uh, tournament. And so I was hoping to get to uh, tonight's game because my daughter has autism. Uh, so we'll see what remains if I actually get a ticket. But we'll see how the Canucks do against the Sharks because I don't think the Sharks, uh, listening to some of Rick Tockett's comments, um, are going to let themselves get beaten again 10-1. Uh, to 1. But you never know. Uh, Sharks haven't improved their record that much. They're now at 3-13-1. Canucks now have fallen to 12-5-1. and 1. Um but I've got some great Sharks and Canucks tidbits over the years because I saw the first ever San Jose Sharks game in Vancouver in 1990, and I don't have the commemorative puck. I wish I'd kept it, but that was a game at the Coliseum against the Sharks, and that was the first game of the regular season, and that was the first time the NHL had expanded in a while. And then we saw all the expansion that happened in the 90s, um, even with you know uh, Ottawa and Tampa Bay after that, and onward, but it's going to be interesting to see how this game plays out for the Canucks tonight against the Sharks because obviously you're going to have to find a way um, to um, rectify some of the recent um, challenges they've had uh, with some of the games recently. I think people are questioning their starts, but I keep catching a lot of Rick Tockett comments. Um, and one thing I'm really impressed with, with, with Tockett is not only does he not give these guys a day off, but there's some interesting stuff today on Sportsnet 650 about managing his relationship with Andre Kuzmenko. And even though Andre Kuzmenko got hit in the face uh, last week in a game against the New York Islanders, um, you know, Tockett was still right to point out that he wasn't playing well, even though he returned to the game. And you could see him in the interview with a huge bruise on his face and with a, something guarding his face. I don't think Tockett was being hard on Kuzmenko. I think he expects more out of him. Uh, and I think when I think back to some of the other Canuck players they've had in the past, Russian players. Kuzmenko is a bit enigmatic, um, and I don't think Taka is trashing him at all or has given up on Kuzmenko. I think he just expects him to do more. And the Canucks need Andre Kuzmenko um, to play well 
given the line that he's playing on with um, Elias Pettersson and Ilya Mikheyev. Now, it's going to be interesting to see what drops because um, this is going to be an interesting um, game for the Canucks. The province has that, that the struggling Sharks should be e easy catch to feed rebound, but I don't agree. I think the Sharks are going to be much improved this time. I think the Canucks I, aren't necessarily going to have a tougher time with them, but I think they're going to have to figure out that they're going to have to have a dominant performance against San Jose. Moving on now, we've covered off the Vancouver Warriors. There isn't much Canadian news to speak of uh, for the Vancouver Canadians other than promoting ticket sales for next season. I'm trying to see if I can get any more Canadians news. Vancouver and Whitecaps, uh, pretty much the same thing. And I was just actually looking up some Whitecaps lose last night and didn't find a didn't find too too much um, excitement after the season ended two weeks ago. So we'll just keep on moving. But uh, now we come to the BC Lions, and one of the things about the BC Lions, um, well, obviously players' awards, Grey Cup festivities, and we already talked off the top about Montreal winning the Grey Cup over Winnipeg. And so one of the things that was interesting this week was Matthew Betts winning the most outstanding player. Um, and I think there's an angle here, too, with Betts because he's a 28-year-old native from Montreal who's a free agent. I don't know if Montreal's going to snap him up, but I was watching Montreal's de defense last night. Recognizing the familiar face of Sean Lemon, I'm not sure what his contract uh, status is after the season. And it's a bit disappointing for Matthew, obviously, because he doesn't get to suit up, uh, or, or he didn't get to suit up for the Grey Cup. But what I thought was really interesting, though, um, is some Lions legends of the past. James Quick, Quick Parker, Brent Johnson, Cameron Wake, Solomon Ella Mimian, and Adam Bighill are previous Lions winners of the Outstanding Defensive Player. And I watched Adam Bighill obviously play last night for, for Winnipeg in the loss to Montreal. Solomon Elamimian is now retired. I remember Cameron Wake making his way to the NFL. I remember Brent Johnson playing for the Lions. And my season ticket this year in Section 236 is directly in front of Brent Johnson's retired number, so I wanted to throw that in. And I don't remember James Quick Parker, um, who was probably a little bit before my time, but um, I remember Betts actually taking down uh, Calgary's Jake Meyer this year in that game against Calgary, even though the Lions lost that season-closing game to Calgary at home. Um, but I'm really happy for a guy like Matthew Betts, but I'm really curious to see what he does, um, what he does in the offseason. And so some really interesting notes in this story from Matt Baker from the uh, BC Lions. Betts is a diehard Alouettes fan. Um, defensive line coach John Bowman was his idol. Um... Bowman is the Lions defensive line coach. Um, and it's interesting here, too, because Betts was actually asked to look up some footage of um, Brent Johnson playing for the Lions, and I remember those times um, very well when uh, Brent Johnson was, was playing for BC, and I just thought it was ironic that I ended up sitting in front of Johnson's uh, number again this season. Uh, obviously, there's some stuff coming up for the Lions next year. They host the Grey Cup. Uh, so I'm interested to see if they make it to the Grey Cup, and that would be quite a streak to break, too, if they break, break Winnipeg's uh, fourth straight Grey Cup appearance. 
it would be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, just looking down at some other um, stats here. Johnson was a um, record setter of the previous Canadian mark in 2005, and Jamal Westerman, who played for Winnipeg in 2015. Kieran Williams was the last lead league in sacks for the Lions in 2012. And we already mentioned uh, a number of notable Lions players um, who won the, won the Defensive Player of the Year award. And it's going to be really interesting to see um, what the Lions do in the offseason. I remember listening to Moj and Julio Caravetta talk at the end of the season last week about offensive linemen was needed, meaning one and one defensive lineman. So it'll be interesting to see what's going to play out there. This is the Golden V Podcast. The Golden V Podcast is a Vancouver, Canada-based podcast talking Vancouver sports. We talk about hockey, football, baseball, soccer, and other sports, including the Canucks, Lions, Vancouver Whitecaps, Canadians, and any other relevant sports news in the Vancouver, Canada area.